Good morning. It's he loves her. Uh-huh. Yes. It's the second day of February. The year is 2024. February. Uh, January. January. I was yeah. like, my birthday's Trust in three me. days, y'all. Trust me, the year's <laughs> gonna go by faster than that. January 1st. January 2nd. Second. 2024. Wow. Daybreak Live. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Good morning, Saints. Megan's going to sing while you guys are finding us.
Twenty-four. Ah, oh, wasn't that a good song? Ain't that a good song? Good morning, Brother Charles. Uh, Sarah had to head on out to a job that she's doing today, and she needed to leave a little bit earlier than normal today. That's why she's not here. Praise the Lord. It's good to be here, our first day break in 2024, and uh, we will be going right back to Proverbs chapter 28. Hello, Katie O'Brien. Good to see you on here, sister. Blessing to see you. Good to see you here, Nadine from Pakistan. I'm glad you're here. Rich, D. thank you guys. Thank you guys uh, for being here this morning. So, you know, we've been going through Proverbs, I don't know how long, but Proverbs 31, of course, is the last chapter, and we're in 28, 29, 30, 31, four more chapters, and we'll have Proverbs done. Uh, I hope it's been a blessing to you, and uh, let's just dive right in here in 24. So, Brother Bernie says that he feels like God's been telling him there's going to be war in 24, and we know, spiritually speaking, that's for sure right. Amen. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the spiritual darkness of this age. And uh, we need to be on our guard. So let's go over here. Let me jump in to the text and let me throw up. Verse 1. So Proverbs 28, verse 1, and we'll get going. It says, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as lions. Well, this is generally talking about, and this is another general truth, you know, there are wicked that don't pursue, don't flee. But what this is, this proverb is speaking about is our guilty conscience and how the guilty conscience causes us to be ashamed causes us to hide causes us it's the thing that when we're a kid and we know we're not supposed to do whatever it is it's why we hid over in the corner or you, you find your kid somewhere you open the door and they're in a the closet eating a chocolate bar because you told them not to it's that that thing within us that that guilt within us now this started all the way back in the garden i thought i'd just turn back here in the garden genesis chapter 3 verse 8 genesis chapter 3 verse 8 says and they heard the sound of the lord god walking in the garden in the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves sorry it's okay baby hid themselves keep praying for miss lisa please hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God, then the Lord God called to Adam and said, Where are you? Not as if God doesn't know where he is. He's like, Where are you, Adam? Look at yourself. Now where are you? Because man had fallen 
and man knew he had fallen. And therefore, when the presence of God comes close, they go and hide. One of the things today, one of the problems with our culture today is because one of the so in, instead of just hiding now, though, people have decided, well, I've, I've chosen, I'm not going to believe in God. And so they get angry at God. But people still run when the presence of God shows up. You know, I often say this for in our worship meetings, church meetings. Oh, and by the way, Diane, I forgot to respond to you. I'm sorry, but I will try to do what you ask. Um, but in our worship meetings, what do we really want? I mean, honestly, we want to sing some songs and worship God and pray and listen to a teaching from Scripture. But if our heart is where it ought to be, what we really want is God to show up. And we don't mean, we know God is always with us, but we're talking about that supernatural extra presence of God that shows up when the kingdom people gather together in unity to worship. Because when God shows up, He starts taking care of all the problems, you know. Lost people want to get saved. Backslidden people want to come home. People that are sick just automatically start feeling better. What we need is the Lord to show up. What we need to see is to seek His presence. Uh, and here, this proverb also, just saying, you know, the, the guilty conscience causes us to be fearful. It'll cause people to be suspicious of everybody, right? Fearful, suspicious, uh, f uh, fleeing, hiding, staying away. That's why a lot of times, uh, especially among people who know the truth, who have partaken and tasted of God and know the truth, and they start living in a way that isn't good, generally speaking, I'm not saying always, but generally speaking, they don't want to come to church. They don't want to go to Bible study. They don't want to hang out with Christians because they feel more conviction when they do. So they won't want to stay away. You know, that's why when you say, won't you come to church? We No, no, I don't think so. So that's why we just pray for God to overcome and draw them stronger. The righteous are as bold as lying. Here's the reality of this proverb. Both have a right to be. Now, the, bold, the boldness of the righteous is not our boldness in our righteousness. Can I get an amen? It is boldness in His righteousness that's imputed to us. And we are attempting to walk in the Spirit, knowing that we fall short every day. We attempt to walk in the Spirit. But ultimately speaking, God will vindicate the righteous and he will condemn the wicked now maybe God God is long suffering okay not maybe he is God is long suffering considering our wickedness and he gives us opportunity after opportunity to repent but ultimately one day God will vindicate the righteous and he will destroy utterly the wicked and so the wicked have a right to be scared. The Bible even speaks of in the end days when the when the earth is reeling to and fro like a drunkard. Those who know the Lord, the born again, saved by the grace of God, are going to be 
lifting their hands and saying, even so, come Lord Jesus. They're excited about the Lord showing up. But the wicked rulers of the earth, the scripture says, will be hiding in caves, in dens, in rocks. They'll be crying out to the mountains and the rocks to fall on them and hide them from the face of him who sits upon the throne because the great day of his wrath has come. And so don't misunderstand this proverb. Yes, you need to be righteous, but I'm telling you that the, the truth of the whole scripture is you've got to be righteous in Christ. Go to Christ for your righteousness yeah. and then walk in the spirit. You had something you want to add, baby? Amen to that. Amen to that. All right, let's go to number two now. 28.2. Because of the transgression of the land, many are its princes. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. Well, it wasn't long ago. I jotted down here Proverbs 14.34. 14.34 said, Righteousness exalts a nation. That's the one you usually hear preached. But sin is a reproach to any people or any nation. And that's a fact. Uh, because of the transgression of the land, many are, it's too many rulers. Too many rulers are not a good thing. It's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. And you might be saying, well, I thought America was set up to have multiple rulers well, in a sense, that's true, but not in reality. There's only supposed to be one that rules this land, and it is a document. <laughs> Declaration of Independence, right? The, the, our Constitution, Constitution, the Bill of Rights, that is supposed to be what rules the land. And then the people, you know, there's three branches of government put in to try to, as long as possible, protect the document and, and the laws that the document gives to America. You know, what, what really we need is, is, a, is a good king. And the good king is coming because even in our land, as many safeguards as put in there, you know and I know right now, we got all kinds of wicked rulers. Why? Because we got a lot of transgression in the land. And, and a lot of people paying off government officials. And government, government officials believe in they're above the law. And here's the reality. As far as the law and the land goes, many, many of them are above the law of the land. But they are not above God's law. Vengeance is His. He will repay. You can trust that. He knows everything done in secret. Epstein's Island, it doesn't matter. He knows it all. He, he's got it all, Right? But because of the wickedness of our land, we do have a lot of wicked rulers, you know, and there's always a battle between good and evil in our rulership and our leadership in this country. We pray, uh, you know, we do need the one good king. Who's the one good king, good king we need? Anybody? Jesus. Can you say Jesus? Can you say Yeshua? Yeshua? Yeah, that's who we need. Sitting on the throne. Righteousness will rule. Verse 3. A poor man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. So a driving rain, let's take the second line first. 
driving rain which leaves no food. Well, you need rain. We need rain, and rain gives us crops. Got to have rain. But as many of you know, your crops are out there, your garden is set, you got your, back when I was a kid, the tobacco, the tobacco is out, and then here comes a driving rain, a flood rain. Too hard of a rain destroys your crops, and it leaves no food, right? And uh, so everything is good in its season and in its measurement, <laughs> but too much of anything can be a bad thing other than too much of God. I don't think you can have too much of the Holy Spirit and too much of God or too much grace. But we're talking about in the natural realm, too much of anything can be bad. Well, a poor man who oppresses the poor is like that driving rain. He, he, he's doing no good at all. You know, Jesus gives a, tells a parable about a, a poor a servant whom the his master um, forgives him because he can't pay his bill. He forgives him. And then that servant goes out and he's got people under him who can't pay their bill. And instead of him being kind like his master was to him, he grabs him by the throat and says, pay me everything you owe, right? He's bad to those. And uh, the end of that parable, the Lord says he's going to be tormented, delivered to the tormentors, right? It ain't going to go good for him. So you would think a poor person would not oppress poor people. But it happens all the time. And they're like a destroying flood. There's just no good in them. There's nothing good about them. If anybody ought to understand the poor, it's the poor. If anybody ought to be kind to people caught in sin, it's the people who've been caught in sin. If anybody ought to be graceful and gracious to people who's having a hard time, it really should be the people who've had a hard time in their life. But too often, people get saved and set free and then they get on their high horse and they look down their nose at everybody that's still struggling. We do, do not need to be like that. Amen. To, especially if you've been forgiven much like I have then we should have a compassion for people that still having a hard time. Okay. Verse 4. I already put it up there. Verse 4, 28-4. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Boy. That goes along with war in 24, right? So we have both. Uh, there is a there is good, just laws on the books in this country. We have good laws. We have laws on the books against stealing, against murder. Against, I mean, we have good Judeo-Christian-backed laws in this land. Okay? But those who forsake the law, okay, praise the wicked. We're living in a time where the wicked are being praised. I mean, look at our land today. When ungodly scoundrels like Hamas is being praised. Yeah. Praised. My goodness. Those who forsake the law, they praise the wicked. They love the wickedness is exalted and more and more. It's held up high. Right? Yeah. 
I was noticing some of the. I was watching the uh, New Year's Eve celebration in London. That's what how magnificent that was in the the light show and everything. It got to one part where all the colors started changing, and it was talking about loving who you want to love. I knew what they were talking Big about. Rainbow Big rainbow colors. Wickedness is exalted. Okay, it's exalted. But such as keep the law, contend with them. People who know the truth, we contend with that. And we have no choice but to contend with that. And we must contend with those who forsake the law. And we must contend with those who praise the wicked. With understanding, yes. Understanding the fallenness of man, yes. Understanding our own faults, yes. But we must stand for righteousness. We must uphold truth. And contend with them. Look at the time. I guess I should stop there on four. And we'll pick up with verse five tomorrow. All right. Praise the Lord. Well, that's my opinion. What do you guys think? <laughs> I love to read your comments. I try my best to go back and read them all. And uh, I really do love it when you guys put your thoughts in there. I, I love to read it. Thank you for being here on this Tuesday. In January 2024, we'll have to get used to saying 24 now, won't we? 23 is gone. And uh, I wonder how 23 was you was for you. And I look back on 23, I can say there was good, there was bad, and there was ugly. <laughs> there was a lot of... And there was beautiful. There was beautiful. There was beautiful and wonderful things took place in 24 and terrible, awful things that happened in 24. I bet 23... All right, shalom, shalom. I pray that you are blessed. Let me jump back over here on chat, make sure a few people are still here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, say the Lord's Prayer and we'll get off here together. Amen, amen. And let's join hands and contend and uphold the truth together. Here's one thing we're doing just with daybreak and you guys joining in daybreak, right? And especially when you comment. As you comment in agreement and you comment for righteousness and truth when somebody stumbles over this they can tell you're not ashamed of the truth either you know and it lets people know even if it's just a few people it lets them know hey, there are people out there that don't go along with this garbage that's going on in the world right all right uh let's say the lord's prayer together let's go our father who art in heaven Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys, love you. God bless you. Lord willing, we will see you in the morning. Amen. All right.